This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. We're joined today by Gary McCarthy, the mayor of the city of Schenectady. As we record this uh, interview on uh, Tuesday, uh, uh, Mayor McCarthy, your uh, budget has been uh, formulated and you've presented it to the uh, city council. It contains a 0.53% property uh, tax decrease and avoids increased fees and layoffs. Is uh, this outcome made possible by casino revenue? Well, uh, casino is part of that, where we've seen a, a lot of economic activity in Schenectady. Uh, we have taken uh, you know, the casino revenue over the last four years and applied it to the tax rate, where we've been able to lower it uh, the past three years. And what I proposed to the city council is for another uh, reduction, a little over a half a percent, as you pointed out. And so the casino is uh, clearly part of that, but it's uh, cost containment. It's uh, other internal efficiencies in the city and then the overall economic growth that we're seeing in downtown and some of that spreading out throughout the neighborhoods. Uh, Despite the uh, uh, little tax cut, you did use um, fund balance over, uh, let me see here, $3.6 million from the city's reserves. Well, we put that in the budget and uh, uh, it's down from uh, what I had proposed in the 17 budget. And we approach that, that it's there, but we hope that we won't use it. So uh, throughout the year, we look to enhance revenues. There's still uh, issues with tax collections and uh, look for ways to uh, make the city operation more efficient. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that my goal is not to use that at the end Hmm. of the year, but uh, if it we have to, then it's there to, uh, again, create stability in the overall financial condition of the city. I saw a news story in which you said something to the effect that Schenectady tax cuts are made possible by the city's partnership with Metroplex. Why, why is that? Well, Schenectady you know, has had a dramatic resurgence in uh, uh, its downtown throughout the community, and it's been uh, with the leadership of Ray Gillen and Metroplex in formulating a unified economic development team. So under the Metroplex umbrella, we have uh, our local industrial development agencies, both the city, county, and then in some of the towns, uh, our development department. Uh, we work in a coordinated effort to streamline uh, either projects where businesses are being retained or to attract businesses coming to the community. And that uh, produces uh, bottom line mm-hmm. results in terms of in and again uh, reduced expenses. So, and maybe we should explain Metroplex is what? It's like a, an agency in Schenectady it's County. A, that- it's a uh, public authority that was created by the state legislature. Uh, it's unique to Schenectady. A uh, number of communities uh, in New York State raised their sales tax a number of years ago. Schenectady was one of those where the county. Uh, tax rate went up, but we took and diverted uh, one half of 1% of that tax raise to fund uh, the Metroplex Development Authority. And so it has uh, a little bit more flexibility Mm -hmm. and it's enabled to focus its efforts in Schenectady to deal with Schenectady's uh, problems and foster an environment that's produced really significant economic growth. In the budget, uh, there's been some concern uh, voiced in some quarters about raises for top officials. 
uh, not yourself, but for example, the uh, commissioner, uh, Michael Idens, who's commissioner of police, fire and buildings, I, I believe, and others. How do you justify these raises? I mean, the Idens raises uh, for what, $45,000? Uh, when I was able to get uh, Mike Idens to come over and work for the city to replace when ben- Wayne Bennett when his untimely death happened a year ago, uh, I looking maybe to redefine the position and restructure it. Uh, he came in a little bit lower rate. He now is, in fact, doing more and has more responsibilities than Commissioner Bennett had in, in moving his salary back up to a level commensurate with what Wayne Bennett is being was being paid. It is still below what Wayne Bennett was being paid a little over a year ago. So, you know, people who've expressed concern over that pay raise you know, nobody complimented me for getting somebody to do the job for forty some thousand dollars less. Now we're they're just yeah. trying to adjust it back up to what the uh, uh, pay scale for the other command staff and the police fire departments uh, are. And uh, uh, again, uh, Commissioner Idens is doing a great job, and I'm very pleased with the results he's producing. Let me ask you about a police issue. As we record this uh, interview, the city council is expected to be. Uh, acting this week on whether to pay a $360,000 settlement for an excessive force lawsuit against the city and a a police officer named Mark McCracken. Will this uh, settlement lead to higher insurance premiums for the city? Uh, Again, that hasn't been 100% formalized, so Mm -hmm. it'll happen uh, probably later today and and next Monday. So I won't comment on that uh, specifically. But unfortunately, when you have events where there are insurance claims, uh, it does lead to higher rates. It's no different than us personally. You know, if you have an auto accident or if you have a homeowner's uh, event that goes against your policy on your residence. And it's unfortunate, and we uh, try and deal with that and try and uh, minimize those going forward. Is the officer uh, McCracken still on the force? Uh, He is still uh, a member of the police force. There was another news story recently about poverty, an analysis of census figures confirming that people born into poverty apparently stay in poverty, and people born into relative affluence remain affluent. The comparison uh, was uh, made, I believe, in in a Daily Gazette story between Hamilton Hill, a section of Schenectady, and uh, Neskiuna, Neskiuna, the affluent place. What, what do you th- uh, think of this income uh, disparity? Again, it's something that uh, Larry Spring, the superintendent of schools, has identified uh, where uh, the zip code that you live in should not be a determining factor in what your opportunities are and what you're going to do in life. And that we look uh, at these uh, things and how do we uh, equalize that and how do we create uh, a community that produces uh, really leadership at all levels and gives people the opportunity to excel in whatever field they may choose to pursue. Mm. You made a, a, a comment, I believe, to, to the media that, and it seems just like, huh, uh, that the citywide deployment of <clears throat> high-tech light poles uh, can be useful to improving the, the quality of, of life for people. How, how would that be? Well, the lights that we're looking to put in, and kind of the simple thing is you take and replace the current street lights with LED lights. Everybody's doing it. 
It's going to happen in every community. Uh, it happens in your home. Uh, you save money from that. But the uh, technology is changing so that when you replace the light bulb, there's other sensors and uh, technology you can put on the light pole. And it's really positioning the community for uh, 5G technology. Today with uh, cellular communication, uh, the poles that uh, pick up the f- signals from your smartphone are located relatively uh, significant distance apart from each other. 5G technology, the, the frequency that the uh, communication will take uh, place on will require those antennas to be located closer to each other. And so we're working with a number of major vendors in Schenectady uh, to replace the light poles, but at the same time put cellular, put Wi-Fi, uh, and put other sensor-based technology on the light pole. Uh, When you do that, we're looking at uh, how do we create opportunity for business, how do we create opportunity for reduced cost in delivering (laughs) municipal services. And then one thing with uh, Wi-Fi or other communication protocols Mm -hmm. would be to close that gap where there, again, are uh, kids that come out of households of poverty that uh, may not have Internet access in their home all the time. And Mm -hmm. more and more uh, of the homework and school learning experience is going to a web-based platform. Mm -hmm. So we're looking to work with the school district, uh, work with uh, community businesses and residents as we deploy these upgraded lights to put those communication protocols on the light poles that will position Schenectady for, uh, again, 5G technology and adaptation of a lot of the emerging wireless and sensor-based technologies. Mm -hmm. It improves access to the Internet. Uh, Yes, you've said it much uh, more to the point than I did. (laughs) uh, And again, for kids coming out of poverty, it's, it's a great opportunity. But I believe it will also uh, create opportunities for kids who might be out of middle-class homes or more affluent homes that their parents may not understand some of these emerging technologies, may not understand some of the learning opportunities that are there. And so even kids that are uh, uh, at a uh, good level or high level Mm -hmm. will be given the opportunity to uh, perform uh, at levels that they didn't even expect to. We were... Talking uh, about Hamilton Hill, the Hamilton Hill and Mount Pleasant uh, neighborhoods, and I got this from a newsletter from your office, <clears throat> says there, or you're having a what's called a complete streets study being done in those uh, areas. What, what does that mean? Uh, it's you look at a street and uh, a number of people use it. You think of vehicular traffic. You think of commercial traffic. There are people who walk on it. There are people who bike on it. Uh, It becomes also uh, an area for uh, drainage when you have uh, rain events, water events. Uh, And it's how do you design a street to serve the needs of all those individuals that are using it and at the same time make it visually attractive so that uh, it – is conducive to that type uh, or the different utilizations. So this should be one of the uh, improvements? 
I'm sorry. Yes, we're looking at doing the study uh, from uh, Craig Street going across uh, into Mount Pleasant on Main. So it'll really connect State and Albany Street with uh, Crane and Chrysler Avenue. We've got a lot of things happening there. The uh, new county library is going up in Mount Pleasant. Mm -hmm. We have the Boys and Girls Club uh, is putting a new building uh, immediately adjacent to the middle school in Pleasant Valley Elementary School. Uh, we have uh, roughly a $40 million project with community builders that is rehabbing uh, two old schools on uh, uh, Craig Street and then a number of infill housing that's going on there. So it's really a dramatic mm-hmm. resurgence that's going on in those two neighborhoods. And now this will take the, uh, the street and make sure that it's designed to service the needs of all the people that are there. And at the same time, just we'll apply some of that smart city technology with the lighting and uh, communication protocols to be able to better deliver services and uh, value to people who either work there or live there. Schenectady has something called the Schenectady Foundation. I believe it's a kind of like a private charity. And they are looking for neighborhoods to apply for money for specific projects to help those neighborhoods. How is that going? Uh, it's really an exciting initiative where the Schenectady Foundation, again, it's a, uh, a private not-for-profit uh, foundation which uh, provides funding for different uh, charitable endeavors within Schenectady and the surrounding area. Uh, they're doing outreach to neighbors, individuals mm-hmm. in the community to come up with ideas on how they would improve their neighborhood, uh, make it safer, make it more livable, mm-hmm. make it more attractive. And uh, there's been a, a broad base of community uh, outpouring. And so we're looking uh, to work with the Schenectady Foundation as those ideas and concepts come in and uh, be able to refine them and be able to uh, fund and implement them. Let me ask you a question about flood prevention. The city's looking to hear from the public about an $8.7 million effort to develop flood mitigation plans, I believe specifically for the Stockade neighborhood. What are the components of this plan? Well, it's a uh, FEMA uh, grant that's coming in where we're going to study the area that is affected by periodic flooding along the Mohawk River and look for ways to build resiliency into those buildings and also ways to maybe minimize uh, the flooding so that uh, they'll do an initial review and then there's some money available to implement the recommendations from the study to uh, build resiliency in and minimize uh, flooding along the Mohawk River. Mm. And this the $8.7 million is for the study, or is it for the— No, it's, uh, it's the study and implementation. Okay. Uh, what, 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 do you have an example of something that might be done? Uh, so it, it's just—there's been talk of raising property. I'm not uh, generally okay. in favor of that. Some of it is taking and moving utilities— uh, out of the basement, moving them up to higher levels in a house. So when you do have water come into the lower levels, it doesn't create catastrophic disruption. It's more of an inconvenience. Uh, it is also looking how you would uh, maybe improve water flow mm-hmm. or minimize ice jams along the river so that we don't get the flooding to begin with. And are there uh, 
just possibilities of do you have some portable barricades or uh, other ways to protect some of those houses from high water events? So there's a number of things, and uh, there's a uh, I think the first meeting's coming up on October 23rd to uh, uh, brief the public, start to look mm-hmm. for ideas, and uh, build a dialogue for long-term solutions. The largest uh, industry in Schenectady is the General Electric plant. Uh, and now there's been yet another change at GE, which has been having its troubles. Uh, uh, Lawrence Culp has replaced John Flannery as GE's chief executive. Do you think that's good, bad, or neutral for Schenectady? Uh, again, uh, I don't know the inner workings uh, of GE, but we have uh, had a great relationship over the last decade with uh, GE and Schenectady. Uh, I look forward to that continuing. Uh, I want to do whatever I can to ensure that the Schenectady uh, facility is competitive on a global environment. Uh, We've seen a downturn in some of the turbine manufacturing, but at the same time, their alternative energy of uh, wind and solar is picking up, and uh, all the wind turbines that GE deploys globally are managed in Schenectady, and we want to, uh, again, ensure that that Mm -hmm. continues and we want to work with them as they go through uh, what's one of the typical business cycles that, uh, again, GE has gone through many times before and uh, we want them to come out stronger and better going forward. Another question about the police department, indoor police training. The Schenectady Police Department will get $450,000 from the state to bring its indoor training facility, I believe it's a shooting range among other things, back into good condition, why did the training facility deteriorate? It's uh, a facility that was built into the original police station at 531 Liberty Street. So that's been there for 40-some years. And the technology for these type of facilities has dramatically changed in that period so that it was uh, one that just didn't meet current standards. Uh, We're very fortunate to work with Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara to get this money. And this will allow us to do high-level simulations to put officers in potentially different scenarios so Mm -hmm. that they will be prepared uh, when they go out on the street to handle whatever situation they may encounter and do it in a manner that's safe to them and, uh, again, safe for the public. A lot of times you probably get hammered in the letters to the editor, but I saw one the other day that said you should put out a guide to when uh, some new thing is being done in Schenectady because so much is going on there. Uh, I saw that letter. I actually have trouble sometimes keeping track of all the projects in Schenectady when I go out and uh, will do kind of a recap at neighborhood meetings or other uh, public events. Uh, People will interrupt me and say, well, why didn't you mention this one or why didn't you mention that one? And it's uh, just a good time uh, in Schenectady, and uh, we want to uh, continue that with our partners in the school district, uh, county government, and uh, Metroplex to make Schenectady a community that people want to live in and invest in. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. Today's guest was Gary McCarthy, the mayor of Schenectady. Next week's guest is Patrick Madden, the mayor of the city of Troy. You can listen to this program as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.